This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello and welcome to episode number 41 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. This week I'm happy to be joined by Brad, who's telling a story about a passive-aggressive computer prank that went just a little bit too far and had some unintended consequences. Please enjoy. Alright, so I'm on the line with Brad. So Brad, please say hello. Hey everybody. And uh, you have a secondhand story for us, correct? I do, I do. Um, this is, I heard this from a friend who um, used, uh, used to have a couple roommates. And um, if you know, living in college, you always try to either, you're living in a dorm or you're sharing an apartment. You're always trying to, anything to save a little extra cash. So. Right. Uh, one of the things that happens, though, when people live in close proximity like that is sometimes uh, tempers flare up. Yes. And... Even uh, even close friends can get a little angry if they live together too close for too long. Right. And so, um, fortunately, uh, my friend, uh, we're, we'll call her um, Jessica. Okay. Uh, that is not her name, nor anywhere close. I was um, guessing that wasn't her real name. But, uh, right. yeah. So, we'll say Jessica. Jessica. Well, Jessica, um, thankfully, is not a violent person. She's not a yelling person. She's a, a little more um, covert than that. Okay. And so her way of um, getting back after a, a friend of hers would consistently come home late at like 3 a.m. drunk and maybe every once in a while with a guy who shouldn't have been there. Um, Jessica's way of getting back was to um, fool around with uh, her roommate's computer. Okay. And the way she would do that is she would uh, set up the homepage of her friend's browser to um, what I can just lightly call as shock porn. <laughs> okay. I think so, I know the kind of thing that you're talking about. So, not without giving away too much details, but if you've seen, uh, you know, one guy, one glass jar, or... You know, two girls, one cup, that kind of stuff. Okay, maybe a few years ago, like a tub girl or a goatsy. Right, right. Yes. Um, well, this particular time, it was a site called, and feel free to bleep this out if you want. Okay. Um, called Lemon Party. I've heard of this, but I haven't seen it firsthand. Me neither, thank goodness. Um, what I understand, it is two older gentlemen um, having a, in a 69 position. Uh, well, that's what, uh, my friend Jessica decided to use, uh, and just set it up on the, um, the friend's homepage. Now, the browser that she set it up on was Internet Explorer, which Jessica didn't know was not, um, her friend's normal browser. Okay, and I guess before we go on, the idea here is that (coughs) she would open up her browser and, uh... See that, and this thing and, would be the first thing that loaded every time until she changed right. 
Right. And it would just be there to uh, freak her out. You know, maybe a friend would see it or something, but nothing, right. nothing too big, nothing, you know, not trying to hurt the person. Right. Just the um, first time it would be a surprise and kind of a joke and a little gross, but that would be it. Right. Right. Okay. Um, just as a little, little tiny punishment, like, you know, you might want to be more careful next time or, you know, who knows what else could happen. Right. Well, um, the roommate always used Firefox, which is my browser choice. Uh, mine as uh, well. And so with the website, um, with Lemon Party being the homepage of Internet Explorer, it never got seen. Um, oh. It went weeks, months <laughs> before it was, before, um, you know, and, and my friend Jessica never heard anything about it. She wondered, you know, maybe their friend just, uh, just saw it and, you know, decided not to make a big deal out of it or anything she didn't know. Right. Well, um, they all went back home to their respective cities, uh, home cities during a Christmas break. And while uh, her roommate was away at home, at her home, mm-hmm. uh, she had set up her laptop and her mom decided to use it. Oh, no. And her mom, being a little old-fashioned like moms are, used Internet Explorer. Right. And so the first thing, like we said before, when uh, Internet Explorer <laughs> opened up, was two men uh, having a six, in a 69 position, two older, wrinkly, you know, with spots on their skin, you know, kind of men. And this freaks out the roommate's mom. <laughs> freaks her out. She loses her shit. Naturally, yes. What she does, though, is instead of confronting her daughter uh, about it, she wrote a little note on a post-it, left it on the lap, uh, laptop screen, and said, um, Mary, we'll call her Mary, uh, Mary, I'm so disappointed in you. I thought we raised you better than this. I did not expect you ever to be looking at this kind of kind of material. Well, before Mary, the roommate, could uh, see that and fix things, her younger brother also happened to <laughs> hop on the computer and found that stuff as well. And her brother's reaction was a little bit nicer when uh, he saw the note and underneath it wrote, P.S., Right on. <laughs> Excellent. So when uh, when the roommate got back, there was a, a pretty good, this time things got verbal and um, everything got worked out, all the issues. But it took, uh, it took gay sex to fix their, uh, fix their relationship. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm glad the relationship got fixed. <laughs> and that's good. And uh, do you know, I guess, did she clear everything up with her mom that it was a prank? I hope so. Or does she, uh, to this day, still seethe with disappointment? <laughs> I, I think that uh, the girl, the roommate Mary, didn't figure it out until uh, after, didn't realize what had happened until after they got back in town. So I don't know if she ever told her parents what really, <laughs> what really was going on. So yeah, there could probably still be some, uh, some uh, disappointment going on in that family. <laughs> well, I, I hope not for her sake, because it seems like right. something pretty easy to clear up. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, no, I've uh, I've been uh, on both the giving and receiving end of that sort of prank uh, several times. Yeah. And I think most people who go through college do. 
<laughs> you know, a computer's it's, sitting there. It, it's very tempting. Yeah, I, I learned that I pretty soon I learned that I either have to put up a password or I have to uh, to deactivate the the uh, track bar on my laptop. <laughs> Anything to keep them from keep my buddies from setting me up for failure. Exactly, but that's a that's a good story of it going just a little bit too wrong. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. All right, I'll be sure and spread it around. You do so. User feedback time now. This week, Zencho wrote in, Thanks for ruining water for me, but it was nice hearing that not all New Age medicine is a sham. And that does it for this week's episode. Big thanks to Brad for contributing that story, and big thanks to Zencho for coming by the site and leaving a comment. If you'd like to do the same, head on over to secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can subscribe either through RSS or through iTunes, and find links to our Musician Gummery, our Facebook page, and our license, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. If you'd rather receive updates through Twitter, go to twitter.com secondhandstory. To write to me personally, you can email Will at secondhandstorytime.com. This would be good if you have longer feedback, want to say something to me not on the public website, or have an idea for a story for the show. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll have another one next Thursday. Thanks for listening.